0: Welcome to episode 11 of the Louisville Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Kelly, joined as always in the studio by my friend John Davis. And today, John, yeah. we have got a lot
1: of really good stuff we're talking about. We do. Uh, an exciting week, and it will be exciting next couple weeks here in Louisville.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is a big time in the Ville. Uh, we've got the Kentucky Derby Festival, mm-hmm. as we call it around here, going on. And that includes Thunder Over Louisville, yep. the mini marathon, yep. all kinds of events that take place uh, downtown. It's yeah. awesome. Especially all kinds of events that you've never heard of before. Yeah, and events that you wouldn't even know exist unless unless you go to the website yeah. because they're not really promoted or they're not necessarily that big. Yeah, we I just found that out a second ago. But yeah. We're going to break all that down. We will. Starting now. Or later. Or later. Because yeah. actually, because <laughs> first off, we have a couple other pieces of... Uh, A couple other pieces of news that we're Mm going to be getting into. John, the waterfront is doing some crazy stuff. That's, a yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. I love the waterfront. It's one of the nicest areas in all of Louisville, Mm -hmm. especially kind of right there uh, down around the walking bridge. Mm -hmm. That whole area over the last several years has just gotten so nice and it looks so good. Uh, It's exciting. So the waterfront is
1: expanding further into the West End, like into the Portland area. Yeah, it's uh, so it's called the uh, Waterfront Phase Four, um, and it stretches from Tenth Street area to about Fifteenth Street area. Um, and it's did you see the pictures in the of what they're going to be doing? I saw, yeah, I saw some of them. That looks awesome. Probably yeah. too good to be true. But uh, did, did you see like the picture of the playground and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So it's going to have um, for all of you all who haven't seen the pictures yet, you should you should look. Uh, Insider Louisville posted. Uh, a write-up on it and it has um, all the pictures and stuff that the design firm submitted and um, it looks so, so cool and they have um, uh, like a a playground area for kids that's made out of uh, storage containers like old uh, storage containers and it looks awesome and it's going to have like a like a promenade thing that goes up and over you see that? It I didn't see that. Um, And it overhangs the water a little bit which is really cool. Oh, cool. Uh, And you people can like has a uh, like walking stuff under it and it connects the Louisville Loop, which is really cool. So, overall, it's just a really, really cool project um, to maybe start to revitalize some of that some of that area, which would be cool.
0: Yeah, according to this, it says there's going to be green space, running trails, mm-hmm. playgrounds, and other space for activities. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Yeah. I think that that area of downtown desperately needs something like sure. that. Sure. I wonder how. I mean, I wonder if, if it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot harder to, to keep up with how far they're planning to expand.
1: So they are um, extending River Road. Do you see that? No, that's so smart, though. They're extending River Road, so it's going to connect all the way down um, with the new section. Um, so that'll kind of open it up, make it a lot easier to get down there, which would be cool. And they're going to have walking. It's going to be part of Louisville Loop, so it'll, it'll connect all, all down through there. Um, but it's going to be really awesome because you're going to have that whole waterfront area with all the green space and everything and they're going to be building um, some re- some retail opportunities up there as well so that'll be that'll be nice it's just a lot of dead land up there right now um, that's going to be tearing down there's some like old uh, industrial stuff that they're going to be tearing down so it's going to look really really cool whenever that gets done um, but I think especially extending River Road down that direction is going to help out a lot and hmm. um, did you, did you read like what MSD is doing? And I skimmed them? it. I did not read. It's pretty cool, man. So MSD bought um, the majority of that land because they've been saying for a couple months that they need to, especially in the downtown area, they needed to find a spot to build um, a significant trench that, that they will use for um, runoff and, and kind of as, as a sewage reservoir and stuff like that, which they, I think there are like three of them in Louisville. Uh, And they needed one in the downtown area. And they've been looking at, there was like an optimal spot on Main Street area. But with all the construction that's going on and the hotels that are going up, um, there was no way they would be able to do that without destroying the infrastructure downtown. Right, right. Um, So they found this space, which is awesome. But the trench itself, it's, uh, it's it's like a concrete reservoir, essentially. But it is massive. It is huge. It is 200 feet deep. And like thirteen hundred feet long, um, and it's it's crazy. Wow! So they're building. They're they're going to take control of the land first, build that, um, and then the new green spaces and stuff are going to go over it. Okay. Okay. Um, so I read something today though that said that it might not construction on it might not be completed for like six years or something like that. I was going to say this is
0: this is a big project. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this will
1: take a long time to yeah. complete. Yeah. So I think MSD's starting construction on it at the end of the summer. Um, and then, of course, they'll have to dig, uh, dig that thing out and then do that and they will start in the park for probably over a
0: year. Now, some of the responses that I've seen, the main complaint that, that I'm reading from people is they feel like this $30, $35 million project, however much it's going to cost them, sure. it, a lot of people are saying this money could go towards something so much better than expanding the waterfront.
1: What do you think about that? I think that anytime you suggest something like that, you're going to get these people. Uh, I think that, uh, yeah, it's true. Um, but I also think that this is a necessary step. I mean, you know as well as I do that, once you go past that 9th Street overpass, it's a different world. It really is. So there's the only way to do that is to expand opportunities into that area. And you've seen that in, in, in Portland where you've seen kind of the... Um, you've seen some retail go in there. You've seen um, some really great businesses go in there. Um, there's a distillery in there now. Over the Nine is in there. Um, uh, Fall City is in Portland now too. Um, and really, I think that's the only way that you're going to do it. If you're just investing just more money into, in my opinion, more money into civil, like, I don't know, best way to say it, more money into that district, I guess, I don't think overall is going to help just because the infrastructure there and, and the existing, just the existing infrastructure in that area of town is not going to support anything positive. That's why the city is going, going through and dozing the Russell neighborhood just because that is such a significant source of violence and drugs. I mean, it's crazy because for me, I get like the way three notifications on my phone and every single day it's you know, some... Something new something, happening some there. Something new every single day, um, you know, literally every single day there's a, a new shooting or a new homicide that's being investigated in the Russell neighborhood or, or that area. So I think that the only way to do that is to create connections to the east end of downtown, um, which I think extending River Road out there, creating this space um, is going to help out with that. Um, but I see what people say um, about... Kind of gentrification and 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 that, but I don't think that's I don't think I don't think that's what's happening. And I, I think that this is going to be um, doing things like this is going to be the best way to help
0: out that area of town. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm super happy about this, and uh, I hope that the
1: people there are excited about this as well because they should be. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes me I don't know. It makes me a little frustrated whenever because I did you know, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of mayor fisher and i think he he uh does a lot of really great things for the city you love mayor, I fisher. Love mayor <laughs> fisher but uh <laughs> but no it, it it makes me frustrated whenever i like i read through the comments and stuff whenever he posted the you know because he was there doing the press conference and stuff and he posted the video and everyone is like you could take this money and and invest it in this area of town instead of building a park, but you think about it like what what would you invest in? Would you invest in in more police? Would you invest in something like that? Which you're that's any decision that you make, you're gonna get resistance on. The best thing to do is is to create a new area of town, which is what this is gonna be. Revitalize an area of town. So I got so annoyed when I was reading this because everyone was like, you could spend this money in revitalizing Portland, revitalizing the West End, which is like that's what this is. Mm-hmm. It's re- revitalizing this this desolate section of the West End um, that has so much potential and opportunity for um, for downtown downtown Louisville. Yeah, but, well, and, and and that end, man. I mean, I don't know if
0: poverty is the is too strong of a word, but I mean, it's pretty close. No, like no, I think that's that's accurate. I mean, yeah, twenty first century poverty, sure, yeah. like Western world poverty, but nevertheless, I mean, sure. it's 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 broken down over there. Yeah, man, and. Yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. I love that I love that this is happening.
1: Yeah, it's going to be back to the design though. It, it looks it looks awesome. It looks nicer than the eastern end of, of Waterfront Park. So yeah, um, no, it's going to be it's going to be really fun to be able to walk down walk down that area and, yeah. and see it. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, it was interesting though because you know you, you most likely don't keep up with as much as I do, but um, you know there's been a lot of a lot of uh, discussion and and guessing um, about, you know, where the Louisville City Stadium was going to go. Um, you know, they announced not too long ago that, that they're – well, the, the city, along with the club, um, last year um, invested money into doing a environmental um, study for for Louisville with the club to see if it would be, you know – responsible and if it would be, um, you know, profitable for them to build a stadium here in town. And they came back and said, obviously, it would be. So they've been researching sites and stuff like that for a while and making steps toward getting a stadium. Um, And they've been doing that by, you know, they hired an architect to to, um, do renderings for the stadium and all this stuff. And then um, recently, there's been some information that has been coming out about, you know, people saying it's going to be here and here and um, on the Louisville City subreddit probably two weeks ago, um, somebody, some anonymous u- user with the username uh, Purple Penguin uh, went nice. on yeah went on the the <laughs> subreddit and said that he had inside information that it was going to be this area in Portland where they did the did the thing. So everybody was like, "Oh, it's going to be in Portland. Nobody's going to want to go to Portland to go to the games and all this stuff." So that caused a lot of uh, a lot of news um and then today as of today uh tuesday someone leaked the the actual stadium site which is going to be in in Butchertown, um which is super exciting do
0: you think that's that's pretty accurate Butchertown, like is there any chance that this guy is leaking false
1: information no that's well? de- that's definitely true you think so yeah no it's definitely true um so that that leaked and um because then the club kind of scrambled uh and they're like all right well, we're gonna have a um, we're gonna make an official announcement tomorrow morning. So, so by the time this goes up, it will probably have been announced already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be at the. For those of you who know that the Challenger Lifts lot, um, which is the location, is perfect. I mean, John Neese, the the chairman of, the chairman of the club, said that you know they they wanted a a location that was gonna be um, high visibility from um, from the interstate and um, you know as close to urban downtown as possible. And, um, so this this lot, Challenger Lifts. It's it's, gosh, it's I mean it's right on sixty four, which is which is awesome, and just crazy close to Copper and Kings, Birchdown Grocery. You know, uh, maybe ten minute walk from Market Street. So. Um, and think of how those play like Copper and Kings. Think of how yeah. the, that area is loving yeah.
0: this new location because yeah. they know they're going to attract all that crowd mm-hmm. before games, after games. Yeah. It's going
1: to be great in that yeah. area. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be so cool. I mean, especially since the club is known for being in that area. I mean, what a five minute drive from Slugger Field. So you know, it, it's not like that was a, a big concern of, of the club moving to a new location. Is they've established that this is where they are. And their office is down there too. Their office is on 7th, is on uh, 6th Street. Um, so they're just known for being in that area. So now just staying really close to urban downtown, but also being in this area where they're going to be able to uh, build this stadium and also the plans for the stadium. They're going to be um, putting in some retail opportunities as well and try to revitalize a little bit of that Butchertown neighborhood too. Um, it's just going gonna really exciting yeah. Yeah, really exciting. Uh, really Butchertown's
0: exciting already exciting. such a great area. It and really is. The thought of throwing that and yeah. just a lot of the uh, that soccer culture yeah. down
1: there, I think that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I really And, and
1: especially that, that location because that Challenger Lifts place is is really an, an eyesore and a really underdeveloped section because it's right on the edge of Butchertown. So just being able to take that and get rid of it, and hopefully, they'll be able to get rid of it um, because right next door is, is that. Uh, it's not a, it's basically a dump, but it's it's um, a junkyard. So they're probably going to be take tearing all that stuff out, and probably for parking and stuff. So, um, really cleaning up, cleaning up that area, which would be awesome. Yeah, that's excellent.
0: So yeah. you're pumped about the, the location excited. announcement? Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm super excited. And uh, you know, the, if anyone is listening who actually follows Louisville City and follows the USL, um, the league that that we are in, which is the Division Two under under MLS, um, probably saw. That St. Louis, um, one, of our, one of our rivals, um, they had plans for a stadium as well, and it was actually designed by the same architect that, that did ours, a fantastic design. Um, but they submitted it to the city to get funded, and it um, was not approved, which is interesting. Um, but the difference is that a lot of people have been talking about, you know, for us, we get the supporter groups of each team kind of bait each other and all that stuff. Um, but it's cool because the difference between the St. Louis and us is that the Louisville City plan for the stadium is a public-private partnership. So um, instead of like in St. Louis, it was all it was going to be publicly funded. Um, so the city was going to build, pay for the stadium. Um, where in our case, this the majority would be private funds, hmm. which would be big for us because that means that. Louisville City would be the majority owner of it, um, which means just crazy revenue streams for the team, which is exactly what it needs, because since it's losing so much money in its home now, um, and just crazy growth potential for that, yeah. which is which is definitely unique and sets it apart from anyone else in the in the league so yeah no man a lot of a lot of uh, very exciting
0: time to be a Louisville City soccer fan right now yeah
1: I get way too worked. whenever I start talking about it I talk about it way too much dude so no I apologize I, but
0: I love hearing it man because I don't I don't do enough reading about <laughs> it and uh, even though I talk to some of the guys they don't yeah. go around uh, bragging about it or yeah. anything like that they don't really talk about it that much so no I, I enjoy I enjoy you updating me on all of that yeah. stuff But hey,
1: I'll be the plug though hey come out on, uh, on if this when is this going to come out tomorrow Friday Thursday? Uh, probably tomorrow. So uh, come out on Saturday. We play at 7.30. We're going to be playing uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies, which they are new to the USL. They came over from the NASL. And they have some uh, really big-name players that have um, played in the Champions League and played in MLS for years and years and years. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And they're going to be talking about the stadium and stuff. at The game is. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we have a tailgate before the game every single game. So
0: What's our record right now?
1: Um, we tied first match. We won the, the last two. Okay. So so we're second in the conference right now. So 2-0 and oh and one. Is yeah. that how that works? Well, okay. Yeah. Two wins, no losses, one tie. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, Tampa Bay is first in the conference. We're second. So it'll be a good
0: Oh, okay. Match. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, exciting exciting stuff happening for a little city. Yeah. Very good. Again, I talked about them for way too long. So Dude, I'm no. Sure. Hey, you need to because I don't have hardly anything to contribute to this topic other than I'm excited to see this thing that was so small in louisville as of two three years ago this thing that was this thing that started off as just kind of an idea sure snowball into this big thing that we have a lot of people in the city who love soccer and are are super committed
1: to showing up for games
0: and really supporting the team yeah it's excellent yeah
1: and it's crazy like you said i mean there's even if um, for some games, you know, we don't have a lot of people that come out to games. I mean, we still average 7,000 a match, which is significant. It's no small number at all, um, especially around towards the end of the season. In bigger games, we'll get, you know, closer to 10,000, 11,000 per match, which is awesome. Right. Um, but it's crazy because every, everybody knows about it, you know, and, and especially um, getting more and more. I mean, when the, when the news leaked earlier this evening... Um, Facebook was blowing up, Twitter was blowing up, (laughs) Wave 3 News sent it out as a push notification on your phone, (laughs) like, um, you know, every, like, Insider Louisville posted something about it, Leo Weekly posted something about it, Um, Go 502 posted something about it, so, like, yeah, crazy stuff. Well, yeah, and and you think two years ago, would this have been that big of
0: a deal around the city? Probably not. Yeah. Um, like with the exception of diehard fans like you, sure. but now it has grown into this thing that so many people in the city love and support. Yeah, that this is a big deal. Like, yeah, for getting a stadium for these guys, and and it's just cool to see the city seeing the response uh, or seeing all of the love and support for this and responding to that and saying, you sure. know what, we're giving you a stadium.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. love that. Um, coming up starting uh, next week, I guess, um, or maybe, what next week? Yeah, is the uh, Kentucky Derby Festival here Let's in go, town? Go which baby! Is, uh, Basically, the, the lifeblood of Louisville in the, around this time, uh, and there are some really cool things coming up, man. What are some of your favorite favorite events for Kentucky Derby Festival?
0: Man, I only really have two, and we'll talk about these at length. But my my favorite Derby Festival events are really just Thunder and the uh, Derby Marathon. Mm. I don't do I do the uh, I do the mini marathon. Yep, love it. It's so fun every year. Absolutely love it. This year's gonna be rough because I'm in the worst shape I've ever been for a race you're, like you're this. You're running the, mar- the full marathon? I'm doing the half. The marathon. half marathon. I'm doing the half. It's gonna be it's gonna be brutal, like I said, because I'm I am not ready for it at all. But it's just so fun. And once you actually get out there on the pavement, the crowds cheering you on, and thinking about all the food you get at the end, yeah. and thinking about some of the benefits that you get at the end, kind of push you through. And it and it really is. Uh, and and also it's just fun to get away with music mm-hmm. for. Two hours, yeah. Because uh, it, it typically takes me like two hours or a couple minutes, uh, or or a little bit longer than that to to do a half. So uh, you have that audio adrenaline that's kind of uh, rushing through your veins, mm-hmm. and I just I love it. It is such a fun event. But really, I I love Thunder Man, and I haven't actually gotten to go to Thunder in the last couple of years because I've been working. Mm. Uh, but this year I'm not working, and I'm really pumped for it because nice. I want to go. Uh, we have this really cool spot, Rachel and I, where. Uh, it's near where I used to live out in Fern Creek, and uh, it's really near Highview Baptist. And it looks out <laughs> over downtown. And there's a really cool spot where that, like, almost nobody knows about except for some of the people who live in that area. And there's a really cool spot where you can look off and you can see all the fireworks way off in the distance, yeah. uh, over over the over the city, and that's beautiful. I awesome. love doing that. So I might do that again because trying to leave. Downtown, after Thunder's over, yeah. is a disaster. I bet. And it is,
1: uh, it, it is not fun at all. I might consider... Um, Hannah, don't listen to this podcast. Uh, I might consider getting a, getting a hotel room or something like that this year. There you go. Because we've never done that. I, you know, I've never done that. Before. Gullhouse or... I don't know. I wonder how quickly those book up. I mean, I'm sure they're booked. But, uh, and I'm sure they're crazy expensive nowadays because of that. But uh, that'll be really fun. Be really fun to do. Heck, yeah never
0: done that. Yeah, we uh we used to have a very wealthy friend and <laughs> she would she every year on thunder she would rent out a room in the gold house nice. pretty high up facing the river. Yeah. And that was so cool because I mean that you have a front row seat. Sure. I mean it's the you got the best seat in the house for sure. uh for the air show yeah. and then for the fireworks themselves and uh I like it, man. I I will say I do think that Thunder gets a little boring if you get there. I mean, I don't know. Are you the guy who likes to get there
1: early that day and just hang out the whole day? I like the air show, but do
0: you like dealing with the crowds
1: all day? Uh, no. Mainly because they're a bunch of youths and it's annoying. Um, because I get really annoyed with immature people. But uh, but no, <laughs> I, I I I enjoy it. Um, just because I like people watching i guess um and what's the show usually start like three or something yeah something like that um i really enjoy that and i think this year especially it's going to be cool because we have a lot of the the military planes are back um so that'll be that'll be nice to see the the bombers is coming remember the 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 stealth bomber that we used to have that that's going to come back this year yeah which would be really cool so that's, that's some of those are loud, dude. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully, hopefully this year the weather is good, because um, the last couple times that I went, either it was raining um, or it was really overcast and it was a really, really low ceiling. So a lot of the planes couldn't do any of the really cool stuff. Right. Or there, there wasn't anything on the water, because um, you know how like sometimes you know the Coast Guard will go and do presentations, or you'll have the Marine um, divers and stuff come out of the helicopter and things like that Um, so hopefully it's nice I don't even know if I'm going I would like to go um, but that's what I said because our anniversary is next weekend or this this upcoming weekend and we're not going to be able to do anything for that so maybe maybe for Thunder weekend I'll try to get something there you go down there but um, yeah overall I just think it's a lot of fun because there's lots lots to do Um, but I don't necessarily enjoy all the drunk people right because that's annoying yeah. Yeah. You remember that guy uh,
0: a couple years ago when we were hanging out with everyone who came up and was like, I'm Chris Farley, back from the dead. <laughs> no? You don't remember that? No. Yeah, dude. Uh this was like four or five years ago really? we were hanging out downtown and uh we were right there on the waterfront. It was yeah. that year that John Mark went as as the Bush.
1: Oh yeah. Remember that? Oh
0: gosh. And uh yeah, that drunk guy came up and uh was telling me that he was reincarn re uh
1: reincarnated. Uh, Chris Farley, which is Jeez. funny,
0: but yeah, no, that that's, that's good, man.
1: Yeah, um, I'm man, I, like I said, I really enjoy it, um, except for all the drunk people, and there are always just so many drunk people, um, and also, it makes me nervous when you have that many people, especially in, in our country now, and in the world now, so, you know, especially because last year, wasn't it last year that, like, there was a significant bomb threat or something like that last year? I think so. Um, so, that kind of makes me nervous a little bit, but.
0: Yeah, it's Aww. so crazy, man, looking, like these events that I used to attend, uh, even just several years ago, so we talked about this with Waterfront Wednesday, yeah. I think about this with Thunder, I think about this even now with the marathon, after yeah. what happened in Boston a yeah. few years ago. Um, the way that I used to look at these kinds of things when I was uh, a teenager mm-hmm. is so different from how I look at them as a man now. Like, yeah. I can't help but constantly be on the alert of, you know, just keeping my eyes peeled. Is it, yeah. you know, is there any shady people here? Does anybody look like they're doing anything
1: weird? Yeah, um, you can't you can't help it now. I yeah, mean, you need to be that it's way. It's just, uh, it's sad, but it, it's just kind of like the world that we live in now, um, especially with kind of the way, not to get too political, but with kind of the way that the country is at the moment. Um, I mean, you've got Donald Trump in office. <laughs> okay, well, oh, I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, friggin' Sean Spicer or whatever saying things about the Holocaust uh, in his press conference. Did you see that today?
0: I didn't. see I saw some people tweeting oh about my it. I don't gosh. know what he said though.
1: He, he, uh, he basically com- uh, compared the president of Syria to Hitler and said that Hitler would not stoop to the level of the president of Syria. I'm going to get really close to the mic when I say this, just for, for full impact. He said that He said that Hitler would not stoop to the level of Assad because Hitler would never use chemical weapons. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, Hitler killed millions of people in gas chambers, gas chambers, which is chemical yeah. weapon, and then oh gosh, it was embarrassing. And wow. he he made like three references to Hitler in in one um, press conference, and everyone was like, "You're the White House spokesman. Don't say Hitler in a." Oh gosh, it was a. no oh, well, tell me how you really feel, John. Gosh, John. it was so <laughs> frustrating. It was so annoying. Yeah, He's, that's bad. He is the most laughable person in uh, government right now. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, that's my that's how I feel about it. But, but uh, dude, I'm
0: telling you, we we need to get political on this podcast. We need to let people know uh, why we're right, why they're wrong. <laughs> we need to we need to break down the White House. We need to break oh, down
1: gosh. all of our all of our thoughts man, and opinions, but man. Overall, uh, overall, just kind of the way that in the state that the country is at the moment, um, and the world is, you know, just kind of where we're at right now. And, and especially me because I, I pay a lot more attention. Um, I guess, to, to politics and, and kind of world, world affairs than I did when I was in high school and stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. it's just,
0: it's just being more politically, socially aware now uh, than I was as a high schooler. Sure. Uh, that I, uh, just view things so much differently. Yeah. look through a different lens now. Yeah. You know, it's interesting entirely. And that, and that's how you should be. I mean, if I, if I still thought like a high schooler, there'd be something wrong with me. That's true. Um, but yeah, no man you you can't you can't help but go into an event like this and and be aware of some of those things. Yeah. But thankfully, uh, security is always beefed up. I mean, it's crazy how many it is crazy. police officers and guards yeah. are down there. So, uh, I mean, for for decades now, we've had a very safe Thunder Over Louisville yeah. and uh, very for, safe. Pray for another one. Absolutely, yeah. pray for another one. Uh, safe Derby Festival as a whole throughout the year. So. Um, God willing, we have another. That's true.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, what about you? What are What are some of the events you're looking forward to? Because there's a ton, man. There is a lot, man. Um, like you said, Thunder is always a really fun one. Um, you know, for me, I, I hate everything about running, so the marathon is not one of mine. Um, <laughs> uh, but there are a few ones that are that are interesting to me. Uh, when I was looking through the events earlier, and there are some <laughs> ones that, that are so interesting that I've never even heard of before, and ones that, like... I don't want to go to. And that, since I don't want to go to them, they, they deserve a mention. Um, like the academic challenge. The I don't want to go to the academic challenge. Um, all the Balloon Fest stuff are, uh, is pretty fun. Um, there's um, bed races, apparently, which is in... Um, what's the other uh, uh, arena at the uh, Expo Center? Broadbent? Yeah. Broadbent it, arena? They have them in there. Mm-hmm. It's just like you have to create like a, a really... Vibrant bed Essentially And you have to like Wear costumes And then you just Race them around That's pretty cool Yeah but I don't know If I would want to go to it <laughs> um, There's a bocce ball tournament uh, That sounds like a big draw
0: Bocce ball is so fun
1: man um, Dude You know my favorite part About the festival though What's that The chow wagon Oh You know what
0: I uh, Yeah I've heard great things About the chow wagon yeah. I can't say I've ever Partaken of it Dude it's, but... it's good And
1: the best part is That if you work downtown It's there for a significant Amount of time So Did you realize That there's a spelling bee uh, no, I just saw that though, and that is oh that's a place
0: that took place on March 11th. Oh really So not all of these events happen over the course
1: of the thunder and yeah up through the actual derby itself. you know one event that I've never been to that would be pretty fun to go to is the uh, the basketball classic. Yeah, that would be pretty fun yeah,
0: that would be cool. That would be very cool. Um,
1: but overall it's just a, it's a fun um, huge amount of time and of course there are concerts and stuff and um some pretty pretty big name people are, are coming for the waterfront concerts and
0: yeah uh, so 97.5 presents hunter hayes with carly pierce a couple big uh, country stars going to mm-hmm. be uh, performing i actually like hunter hayes a lot even though i yeah. dislike a lot of modern stadium country music yeah i think hunter hayes is uh, is actually a really solid artist uh sidewalk profits which is i know uh, kind of a more contemporary Christian band. Yeah. They're one of the few contemporary Christian bands that I actually think are pretty good uh, out of that whole genre yeah. of music. And then Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, that's, so he's big. there's some, uh, yeah, there, there's, some, there's some good bands coming. Waterfront Wednesday looks better though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Waterfront Wednesday looks a million times yeah. better yeah. than uh, than the Water Jam, yeah. Waterfront Jam concert series uh, <laughs> going on for the Derby Festival, no doubt. Oh, man.
1: Um, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the Derby Festival. Um, some of the big events are kicking off here um, this week and next week. So getting close. Yeah, we'll
0: put I'll put a link in the description to the website so you can kind of check out a lot of these. There's some good stuff going on, man. There's a, like I said, there's the Chow Wagon. There's yeah. a fashion show. There's uh, the beer fest. There's a golf contest. I mean, there's just so much stuff that happens over the course of uh, of the of the what two weeks, I guess, yeah. leading up to to derby itself so it's exciting that. big event for our city yeah i what forgot about? that they also have the gospel fest i've yeah i i saw that i didn't i didn't click on it i don't know what this is all about i think it's just the the music festival yep. th- for gospel music and yep what does that take place down on the belvedere i guess uh that's where it was last time i
1: think they have a soccer tournament i don't know that
0: learn something new every day so many things we didn't so know many man things yeah, this is a big event. Like I said, we'll put a link to all of this yeah. in the description. Check it out. If you see anything that you think you would enjoy, uh, maybe you got a family you want to take your kids to, uh, su- support support some of the stuff that Louisville does because it's really
1: cool. Yeah. So, Gabe, did you? Um, uh, I'm gonna talk about movies for a second, short period of time. Are we doing? Is this the what we're watching segment? Let's, let's talk about it. This is the what we're watching segment of the show. So, uh, I have a question for you: Did you watch the Thor trailer? I haven't. Okay, have you not seen the Thor trailer? You're gonna hate
0: me. What? I don't like the. I don't really care for the first two Thor movies. Okay, yeah.
1: But have you watched the? I didn't. Trailer I didn't even. I didn't even watch the Ragnarok trailer. No. Okay, well, this is completely different than any any of the other Thor movies. It's got Hulk in it, right? Yes. Okay. Well, that—that's th- what I wanted to talk to you about. So now I can't even talk to you about. It. That you're, <laughs> you're like sorry, the man. one person in the <laughs> world who has not seen the trailer for Thor.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it's weird, man. Um, I like a lot of the Marvel kind of uh, different superheroes from what we're used to seeing. So a lot of, so like, I, I think that Thor is a cool superhero because of where you know he dwells. Like a lot. Of <laughs> I do. I think that I think that the character of Thor is really fascinating, um, but just the the first and second movies, I just I just don't think that they're good movies. I'm so frustrated um, with you. Right the now. first one's fine. The first one's okay, but the Dark World's horrible.
1: Oh yeah, no, that one's really bad. The, the Dark World's terrible. Um, but no, this th- one it is uh, at least from the trailer and from everything that I've read on it, it is uh, going to be a drastically different movie.
0: Is it just Thor and Hulk that are in this one, or are they bringing a bunch of people in?
1: From like the Avengers? Yeah, from the Avengers. Well, that's all they've, they've announced so far. Okay. Um, but from the trailer and from um, what it looks like in the trailer, it looks like something that Guardians might be in. But I doubt that would be true. Because I think the Marvel, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody who's a giant Marvel nerd, um, in the Marvel Universe, uh, oh, gosh. What's, uh, what's the dude who just had a movie? What's his name? Doctor Strange. Yes, Doctor Strange is the one who connects the um, Guardians with the Avengers. What, oh, is that from, true? At least from what I, what I remember. Um, but just from the, what it looked like in the trailer, it looked like some of the worlds that they visit and stuff like that looks like something that Guardians would be in. Mm. But, mm. Um, but no, it looks very, very interesting. It looks very entertaining.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I'll go see it, man. I like Marvel a lot, even though uh, I am, I'm kind of starting to lose a little bit of my affinity for Marvel, um, just because I feel like Marvel. First of all, they, their villains are horrible, and second of all, there are no stakes in Marvel movies. You never, and even and even when they try to set up these stakes in their movies, they end up undercutting them. So, like, if you look at Iron Man three. Where Tony Stark has, you know what? I'm not going to get into all this. I'm not going to get into all this because because we we could talk for, for forever about Thor. Though
1: he he, because uh, you know you know the the basis for Ragnarok and and, and what the premise is, right? So like he his, he gets dethroned essentially, yeah. and Yeah, hammer gets destroyed and basically ends up fighting <coughs> as a gladiator, basically. Um, but you should watch the trailer because it looks very. Uh, Entertaining Yeah No I need to check it out Yeah I need to check it out What else are you watching? I don't know Real quick though Before we get off the subject um, I've been reading a lot about uh, DC's lineup And it looks trash Really?
0: Why do you think that? I think the lineup looks great What's wrong with it? <laughs> What's wrong with it man? <laughs> I'm thinking that it looks like trash Why? Okay Wonder Woman is not going to be a good movie I, d- I wholeheartedly disagree I don't think it's going to be good. Why? What? Because she's a woman? No. Because it's a woman superhero? Because it looks like a bad movie. I disagree. I think it looks fantastic. Did you see Batman v Superman? Yes. Did you like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman in Batman v Supes? Yeah, no, she was good. Why do you think her standalone film won't I, be the same? I don't think it's going to be good. Hmm. Batman
1: v Superman wasn't good. No, it wasn't Just because that her character was good doesn't mean that the movie was good.
0: Yeah, no, I well, no, I agree with that, but I'm saying. I don't think Zack Snyder's not directing
1: that film, is he? I don't think so. I
0: don't think. But he it's is. not.
1: It's not always. It's in my opinion. It, it, yeah, the, sometimes the direction is not great in those films, but the writing and just the plot development of the films is not good. So Patty Jenkins,
0: who I don't know what she has directed in the past, she is directing the new Wonder Woman. We'll see how she does. It's yeah. uh, So the story is by Zack Snyder, which is not good because Zack Snyder, who, for those of you who don't know, he's directed uh, Watchmen, directed 300, directed Batman v Superman. Um, he has a tendency to make these really beautiful, cinematically gorgeous movies uh, and put together, piece together these really intense, well choreographed action sequences. But he struggles with creating and developing compelling characters mm-hmm. so that's that's where batman v superman's fatal flaw is it's it's in its characters yeah um so i i do worry about this movie more than i would worry about an upcoming marvel film yeah um because marvel has really hammered their their characters that's one thing that i think they're doing extremely well but i don't know man i have a lot of confidence in this wonder woman movie i had a, i have a lot of confidence uh and that's based purely off of the trailers i mean that's sure. all i really have to go off of uh, the trailers for Justice League look phenomenal as well. I think this is going to be a big year for DC. I think that this is the year that we really turn it around. Yeah, we talked about Justice League before.
1: I, we we did. We did, um, and I think it looks great. I think it... I wish they weren't fighting aliens or whatever. But see, that's so that's so hypocritical, John. I know it. <laughs> because the Avengers do that. Okay, but I know it. But but uh, you have to admit that those are two very, very different characters, right? So, for instance, with the Marvel characters, they are... It, the marvel universe is aside from the tv universe it's the same but aside from the tv lines and, and stuff like that the marvel cinematic universe is i don't know, i don't know the best way to describe it lighter i guess yeah absolutely um to where it it's expected and it works with the formula for marvel movies i assume um just because you have so many different types of superheroes and so many from uh, from so many different worlds and things like that, it kind of makes sense. Which I know is the exact same for for DC. We'll but say we, they have a lot of superheroes yeah, yeah. from different worlds. But uh, for DC, in my my opinion, at least, it's just it's DC has always been best way to describe. I don't know. Uh, DC has always been. A more gritty, dark, and real universe. Right. Is which that, I which I, I like sense? better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to where the 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 villains and stuff for the most part have been human genius maniacs. For the most part, Batman. Yeah. Flash. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anyone that has not been has been stupid, like Zod and stuff. Right. So. <laughs> Um, I don't know, and just from I mean, f- of course I'm as you said, I'm marvel biased, but I don't you know. are extremely biased. I, I know I am. Um, I, I mean, love both of these universes. yeah, but uh, I don't know, it looks interesting. Do you see the, um, the that they came out for the Batman movie about um, his possible uh, villain? The standalone Batman film? Yeah. No, who are they thinking? Um, I'm trying to pull it back up because I was looking
0: at it earlier. Did you see that Ben Affleck is no longer in the director's chair for that movie? I saw he stepped down, Um, which which, I think is good. I think it's good, too, as long as they do end up landing somebody like a Matt Reeves. Yeah. Or uh, he's the guy who directed, I think, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. As long as we get a... Uh, well-established, well-credited director to step in and take the place. I don't want to see... I don't want them to pull... like Kind of like how Marvel does sometimes where they pull these actors who haven't had big-budget films. Sure. And they kind of give them a shot at uh, these blockbuster movies. I don't want that. I want a guy who has proven himself. Sure. um.
1: Did you see... um, Because DC announced like their 2019 things, like they're going to have a Nightwing movie Mm -hmm. and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, I, I don't think it's interesting, man. I'm trying to pull it up. I saw it earlier um, for the standalone. Um, oh, here it is. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Man of Steel.
0: Man oh, of Steel. Wait, Man of Steel mm, 2.
1: Man of Steel 2. Mm. Um, that it's going to be um, Black Adam is going to be in it. Oh, really? That's interesting. Because uh, Black Adam was, was going to be... He was going to have a stand a standalone film, and it's Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Um, and then apparently... I've seen. I've read mixed things about how um, they scrub the standalone film, and then they're going to just work him in Man of Steel two. And I don't know. Either way, it'll be interesting. Hmm. I've heard that they canned the Shazam film, though.
0: Oh, that's probably for the best. Yeah. When I when I saw they had that for what like twenty eighteen, <clears throat> yeah. I think it was. I was like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Um, some of these characters, I don't care to see their standalone... Like, I don't really care to see cy- Cyborg's standalone movie, but see, I feel that same way about DC. I don't care to see some of these... I don't care to see Black Panthers. I don't care to see uh, Black Widows. Um, just, I don't know. I Especially in Marvel's situation, and DC's gonna be in the situation too because yeah. they're making Justice League yeah. this year. It just is so silly to make standalone films sure. after um, you've been introduced to all these other characters and you learn that they exist in this same universe. Sure. Because... And I mean, it's been it's been stated before, but okay. Well, if this guy is dealing with a crisis, sure. Why would he
1: not just call the Avengers together, or why would he in DC shoes? Why would he not just call the Justice League together? Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing is that they're not. They say they're standalone, but they're not standalone films.
0: Now they're yes. Now they're starting to bring in more people like yeah, so Spider- look like a
1: Spider Man. If you look at Thor, like they're not standalone films. If right. you look at like um whatever, like I don't know. I mean, in DC, I'm sure they're they're. A, there are ones, but... They'll adapt to that as well.
0: Yeah. And with Marvel, that works in the context of those yeah, stories. Definitely. So it works with Spider-Man because he has this relationship sure. with Tony Stark. It works with Thor because sure. him and Hulk exist in these other realms sure. in addition to Earth. So it makes sense in the context of the yeah. stories. But I'm just saying how long before that kind of gets old and how long before... Um, I don't know. I just wonder how long we can continue making movies like this. Sure. I just wonder as a whole, and I know this is kind of this is a whole other conversation, but how long before we get out of this golden age of comic book films sure because I mean really kind of hit a stride in like 2008 with the first Iron Man ever since then they have been well I guess with Batman Begins in 05 sure ever since then they've been climbing 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 everybody loves comic book movies for the most part and I just wonder how long this can
1: keep up yeah from a Marvel standpoint um, it's interesting because Marvel compared to DC Marvel has so many more recognizable characters do you agree Mar- Marvel does, <coughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so where that's why you have all these not so standalone films coming out. Um, where I'm excited for Black Panther, but of course that's not going to be a standalone film either. But um, where you have all of these uh, individual films coming out. But like you said, I mean after Infinity War. Um, where do they go from? Where there? do they go? I mean, they're not. I mean, I, pff, I, they got to keep on making movies. I mean, Disney would be insane if, they're like, all right, we're done now for Absolutely. the next eight years until we kick it, started it over again. Right. Um, but unless you truly follow, I mean, because Captain America probably has to die at some point. So yeah. Um, so either you do that, or after Infinity War, then then you decide, hey, we'll go the the route of the comic books right now, and we'll make captain america go hydra and then he'll be a bad guy right
0: see that's that's that is what i i want after infinity war yeah. i want these characters to be rebooted yeah i want them to be completely rebooted because this is what this is what marvel has been working towards mm-hmm. for the last decade it, well not for the last decade but close like the marvel cinematic universe has been building up to yeah. thanos yeah. this is the big thing yeah and once you reach that, sure. once you reach this climax that they've been building sure. to, I want to see a fresh take on all of these characters. I want to see Captain America go Hydra. I want to see somebody other than Robert Downey Jr. in the Iron Man suit. Sure. I want to see these characters. I want to see a sure. brand new fresh take. And now, that's going to make a lot of people mad, but yeah. dude, these guys
1: can't play these characters forever, and we need something fresh. Yeah, no, it's true, man. I, I just think you, in order to do that, you have to wait a long time absolutely it can't be right after you absolutely. a long time I mean um, I mean look what happened with Spider-Man I mean if you you tried what this is gonna be the gosh is is it 6th 7th Spider-Man movie in the past 10 years something like that or past not 10 years longer than that 11 12 years Sam Raimi's started in early 2000 you got 3 The Amazing
0: Spider-Man's 5 yeah and then I don't I mean
1: Civil War is not a Spider-Man movie but Yeah, he's in that movie a lot. So for but three different Spider Mans in this time, and and the reason is because, I mean, (laughs) Sony can't get it right. Yeah, that's one. Um, We talked about the past. We talked about Andrew Garfield before. I liked him. You weren't really a big fan. Um, I think that this new kid is is going to be awesome. Um, But it's that that whole thing of you can't reboot a character that is so fresh in people's minds so like with Iron Man especially I mean Robert Downey's been in this role for the past when did Iron Man come out? 2008 2008 almost 10 years 9 years um, I mean you can't you have to wait a significant amount of time before you reboot, uh, reboot that role yeah um, no you're right and so I, I, I don't know I think it would be I think it'd be crazy
0: and i know what i want is not realistic right like they're going to start making other movies with yeah. these with chris Evans as captain america and robert Downey yeah. jr it's not it's not going to come to a halt right sure. after infinity war i'm just saying i think that for the sake of uh respecting the characters and respecting the source material yeah. uh, i just kind of wish that they would head in a direction like that and i think that i think that dc will start to if we can start pc putting together <laughs> cohesive well-made films yeah um I think DC will really kind of start rising in a lot of people's minds. Um, Even with that darker, grittier tone. Because with the Justice League, you can tell from that trailer that they definitely are taking this... I think that they're really trying to blend more of that dark grittiness with a lighter tone. Because they understand, well a dad who wants to take his kid to go see a superhero film. Yeah. He can't take him to go see Batman v Superman. Sure. I mean, I'm sure a lot of parents did, but it's that movie is for adults. Yeah. Whereas every single Marvel movie that comes out appeals to everybody. Yeah. And so I think that DC has learned from Suicide Squad and BVS. Sure. And they're going to start to make pictures that are more uh, for everyone. Sure. Sure. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I just I do. I wonder how long this uh this golden era yeah. of comic book movies can keep up before
1: people get burnt out on them
0: because it will happen. I oh, mean yeah. it will.
1: I mean I'm I'm sure. I mean I mean like I'm just going to keep on talking about Marvel, I guess. But like for Marvel <laughs> especially, I mean they've, you know, they're on this track of just coming out with, you know, mediocre to amazing movies, right? So, I mean for the Avengers movies or whatever in this cinematic universe, um, I mean, there hasn't been, like, a bad one. Other than Iron Man 2. Which one is that? That's, I know I know which one it is.
0: It's the one with... Uh, it was the one that Jon Favreau directed. Yeah. Uh, and it's the one with, like, the guy who has the whips. Yeah, that, that one was bad. Hated that movie. Um, well, I mean... It, the villain was bad. The villain was bad. And, I mean, the villains in all Marvel movies are bad. This is the problem with Marvel.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So, But visually and... If, I mean, if you don't – this is going to sound stupid, so I'm not going to say it. But, yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Um, but they're they're not like – they're not like BVS. Yeah. Right? Because BVS, you walk out and you're like, that was a bad movie. Yeah. It was a convoluted um, mess. So, I mean, when you walk yes. out of out of a, a modern Marvel movie, then you're like, that was entertaining. That was good. Yeah. I got my money's worth. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. Um, so, I mean, they just keep on, keep on doing this. So uh, – what I hope doesn't happen is like they did with the frickin' X-Men series. Which they, <laughs> when they get to the end, they're like, "We'll I have them go back in time and fix everything so that yeah. everybody's still alive. Right. Which is stupid. Very silly. Which and I, obviously they wouldn't do. But And I like Days of Future Past. Did I like, you really? I
0: li- Listen, I like Days of Future Past. But I do think that by making that movie, they completely jacked up the X-Men timeline. Mm-hmm. Because especially, did you see Logan? So I haven't. Dude, go see it. It yeah, is seriously. No, I need, I need it's like the best comic book movie ever. You gonna go with me? Yeah, I'll go. I'll, I saw it with Rachel after I had already seen it. I'll go see it a third time. Cool. It's so good. Um, but it was such a cop out because it was almost like they were saying, hey, uh, for those of you who hated X Men Origins, which was everyone, hey, for
1: those of you <laughs> who hated. Um, the standalone Wolverine movie, uh, Wolverine was it? Uh, the Wolverine, the Wolf, was that the one in Japan? Or yeah, whatever? that was the worst movie I've ever seen.
0: Really, probably. I didn't hate it that much. What? I thought I thought Origins was way worse. But um, it's almost like they were apologizing for Origins, yeah. The Wolverine, yeah. Uh, the third X Men, the Last Stand, yeah. Um, because X Men movies, I like them overall, but they're very hit and miss, mm-hmm. right? They're extremely hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It's so weird, though, because in Logan, they make some references to things that happened really in that timeline between the first X-Men movie. So like I guess that's 2003 in the X-Men timeline and um, things that happened in uh, X-Men 2 United. Interesting. Um, it's just weird. It, yeah. It's very, very weird how the Days of Future Past just completely messed everything yeah. up. And now some of it may have happened. Some of it may not have happened. Did you watch Apocalypse? I haven't
1: seen Apocalypse. Neither. I don't even know what happened in Apocalypse. Me either. <laughs> Neither do I, John. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we are no. not X Men. Does uh, <laughs> Does Deadpool ever tie into the Marvel universe, to the cinematic universe? I don't think so. I think that that is pure. I
0: mean, because that's in the X Men universe, right? Right. I don't think so. But did you know Hugh Jackman said that he would be he would consider making a comeback I to saw the that. character if I saw they that. crossed those over? I think that would be really cool. Yeah. And up until Logan came out, I kind of wanted for Marvel to have the rights again to um, to the X-Men. Yeah. Fox obviously has those yeah. now. But after Logan, dude, phew, that's a great movie and
1: the first Deadpool is a great movie. Yeah. Both of those are Fox. Dude, it's crazy. I didn't even, I didn't notice it until somebody pointed it out, but Deadpool is is shot in it's literally just like three shots. Like there are three different locations in Deadpool. Is there there's, that it? there's I guess four There's um, the bar There's the um, The place where he Where they did the experiments Right There's the The overpass And then um, The big warehouse thing Or whatever Like where the Final thing takes place That's crazy Only four Locations In that film That's interesting Yeah that's it. Well, yeah, because I mean, it was made for pretty cheap that movie. Yeah, crazy cheap. Yeah. I think um, I saw the percentage on on what their return was on it. It was insane. Oh, they made so much money off. Yeah, that. it was like Get Out. Like Get Out was what like a four a four million budget or something a like very that. Very small budget. Um. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Love that. Crazy. Love that.
0: Yeah, man. Lots of lots of good <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> well, uh, we, we're this is the what we're watching, and we just spent like fifteen minutes talking yeah. about the MCU, which is fine. That's totally fine. Lying.
1: Um. Anything else that you're watching this week, John? Anything else you want to plug? Um, I will plug. I will happily plug. You know that show that I uh, that I told you about last week. The Ranch, my my favorite show. What? No, I hate that show. Wait, which one? The Departures. Oh yeah, yeah. They put it back on Netflix. All three seasons. There you go, buddy. uh, There's some good
0: material for you. Yeah. So
1: if you if you like travel, um, or if you even if you don't like travel, watch it anyways because it's good. That's Uh, awesome. But The Ranch is horrible. I was gonna say I I yeah I don't know why I. That was a dumb thing to say. I have watched it, though, and it was entertaining because if you watch that 70s show, it's... I mean, it's Ashton Kutcher and, and Danny Masterson, so... Right. Um, they're funny, but uh, no, it's a horrible show, so...
0: Yeah, I have no intention of watching it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did some Blu-ray hunting this weekend.
0: Did I you? picked up uh, the first two X-Men films on Blu-ray. Uh, I picked up Unfriended, and I picked up... Um, one other movie I can't remember, but yeah, this weekend uh, I've been so I've been watching Thirteen Reasons Why, mm-hmm. which is a interesting show. I won't say a whole lot about it now because I haven't finished it. Um, I'm pretty conflicted on it. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I'm pretty conflicted on Thirteen Reasons Why. I think it's uh, I think that it is a a solid show. I think it's made very well. Um, but as uh, somebody posted in a in a blog post talking about how they did not like how Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, romanticizes suicide and acts like it's this thing to be praised. It's this thing that is good um, when you have a point from it, other than just I'm depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I, I find, I find the message of Thirteen Reasons Why to be pretty sucky, to be honest with yeah, you. Kind of disturbing. A little yeah, bit. even disturbing. Yeah, that's a good word for it. But it's still a really good show. I love Dylan Minnette. The acting's off the charts. Uh, it's well-directed. It's well-made. I really, really have enjoyed uh, catching some clips here and there with, with my
1: wife. The uh, That main kid, I don't remember what his name is. Dylan Minnette, yeah. He's been in everything. Have He's, you looked at his IMDb page before? I have, and I...
0: I can't. I don't remember anything outside. He was in Don't Breathe. He's been in so much stuff. Yeah, it is crazy. He's really good, man. Yeah, he's he and he's only twenty one. Yeah, he's a he's a uh, he's got a lot of potential.
1: Yeah, for he Hollywood. was in Pri- he was in Prisoners. Prisoners. Um, he, I mean, he has like small roles and like a million TV shows and movies. And did you see him in Alexander
0: and the No Good, Terrible, Horrible, Bad Day or whatever it is? Oh no, it's really funny that really? movie. Steve Carell.
1: Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, but he's in it. And he's really funny. Speaking of Steve Carell, have you watched uh, Angie Tribeca? No. Angie neither. No. Um, From what I Well, I think I watched like the first episode, and it was so over the top I mm. didn't watch it. But I think mm. like season three starts on TV like, really? next week or something like that. Yeah. I got to support Stevie C, man. Yeah. Love Stevie C.
0: Mm. Um, but yeah, man. So I've been watching that. I'm going to hit up... Uh, this weekend, I'm going to pop Unfriended in the Blu-ray player, because uh, I've heard a lot of really good things about that movie. It all takes place via webcam. Uh, it's about some girl who I think... Uh, was bullied uh, via cyber, and um, <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest way to say that. <laughs> she was cyber bullied. Yeah, is how I go. should have said that. <laughs> she was bullied via, via cyber. Cyber, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna pop that in, check it out. I've heard a lot of good things about it, so should be should be a good weekend. Interesting, yeah. And then I'm gonna go see Fate of the Furious as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Because those movies are ridiculous. That'll but They're fun.
1: Did you ever did you see Ghost in the Shell? No, um, yeah.
0: no. I heard um, it was
1: kind of visually. I heard it was awesome, um, but mm-hmm. I heard it was just kind of lackluster. Story was kind of yeah, bad. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Good stuff. Man. Nice.
0: Good stuff happening in Louisville, guys. Uh, check out the Derby Festival. Uh, get get hyped for Louisville City soccer and mm-hmm. uh, get hyped as
1: well for some of the construction going on on the waterfront. When does yeah. that project
0: kind of start? Do you have any idea? The waterfront. Yeah.
1: Um, MSD takes it over at the end of the summer, and they'll start construction at the end of the summer. Okay, so very close. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to tear down over there, so sure. Um, th- I'm sure that'll take forever. Yeah, um, that's a big project. Yeah, and, and speaking to the the Louisville City thing, um, if this comes out on Wednesday, um, then be sure to go online and, and check it out. I'm sure all the all the news outlets will cover it as well. But uh, if not, go to LouisvilleCity.com and and check LouisvilleCityFC.com and, and check out. Um, I mean, they'll announce it, and they'll have the the stadium renderings up. I'm sure, and um, and to show your support, share it on Facebook and everything, and and um, honestly, go just go to some games. I know that for the club, that's the biggest thing, uh, and they have crazy ticket packages right now. Like, if, if there are any students lis- listening to this, they have um, student season ticket packages where it's fifty dollars for the rest of the season, um, and for for every home game. So there are sixteen home games. Um, Fifteen now, and and uh, I mean it's crazy because tickets are eighteen dollars at the gate, so mm-hmm. you're saving crazy amounts of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, so come check it out because honestly, um, you know this year especially, the best thing that you can do for the club is just to come out and experience it. Even if you're not a soccer fan, it's a, it's a really fun environment to go to, um, and we just. Really need to get uh, butts and seats this year so that we can get the stadium on the roll, and it would be such a great thing for the for the city as a whole, especially for that Butcher Town and Market Street area. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my plug. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, excellent. All right, everyone. Well, as always, thank you so much for listening. Check out the podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, go like those pages or follow that uh, follow the Twitter page. And uh, you know, tweet at us or send us a Facebook message or yeah. something. If there's any topics you want us to cover yeah. or uh, any questions you have, sure. Uh, then uh, then then shoot us something, and we'll, we'd be, we'd uh, we'd love to to discuss.
1: Yeah. And if you're listening to us at work and um, enjoyed us kind of helping you get through your get through your day, then uh, feel free to share us on all the social media sites, and sure. um, we'll give you a shout out in our next yeah. uh, next podcast. Absolutely.
0: As always, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. See you guys.